Hello, this is Mary Christopher and this is our Sunday meditation. I am sitting outside in the sunshine and I'm looking at one of my little peach trees and there is a swallowtail butterfly going from blossom to blossom and hopefully pollinating those blossoms so that we'll have some peaches this year. We didn't have any last year. We had lots and lots of blossoms. Um, oh, swallowtail coming this way. Now going in a circle. Yellow swallowtail. Back to the peaches, or back to the peach blossoms. First swallowtail this year. Very exciting. So here I am outside. It's in the upper 60s, a light breeze. Today is Sunday, March 21st, and the spring equinox, equal day, equal night, was yesterday. So today is, I guess, the first or second day of spring, second day, I guess. When I woke up this morning, it was all cloudy and gray and gloomy and kind of damp and gray and cold. And now it's warm and sunshiny and there's not a cloud in the sky and there's a swallowtail butterfly in the peach tree. <sighs> what could be better? What could be better? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And this is one of the things that we are working on in class, in meditation class, is really learning and remembering to cherish those moments of beauty, of kindness, of peace, there is, as you have noticed, I'm sure, there is upheaval in the world. And some days, you know, on the news, it's like we need some good news tucked in here and there in between the not-so-good news. So... This is one of the things we're doing in class for the month of March. And that is, we are reminding ourselves and taking the time to cherish those wonderful moments of beauty, of peace, of humor, of fun, um, of love or loving kindness, wherever wherever we can find them, okay? Wherever we can find them. Oh, fly by, fly by. Swallowtail just came right, right past me. And there are birds and no chainsaws. That's good. And it's spring. Thank goodness.
No more freezes. So last week it got up to about 73, 74. And I thought, it's a big difference between 7 degrees and 70 degrees. Or 7 degrees and 73 degrees. And, and I'm deeply appreciating this warmth and the green grass starting to come up and nice gentle breeze. It's just gorgeous. And I hope wherever you are in the world that you are having a lovely day. And if it's raining or snowing or having any kind of weather, I hope it's gentle and I hope you're very safe and very happy today. I wish that for you. Not easy to come by sometimes. So the other thing that that we're talking about in class and working on is guidance. So there is always inner guidance and it becomes even more important to us, to all of us, when there is a lot of uncertainty or upheaval in the world. Inner guidance becomes a very important thing to have and to trust. And we all have different ways of understanding inner guidance. In other words, it's particular to the person. And it is not always the same for any of us day after day. So we could call it intuition as well or inner guidance and some some days it may work like I just had a feeling or um, just had a gut feeling about that or just felt in my heart that I should do this or that or call somebody and then some days it's like I just had a tingling on my left side and so I felt I should go left or go right or you know it's it's different and I think that sometimes can make it more difficult for us to learn to trust or comprehend guidance. But it's always there. It is always available. And it usually helps for us to ask for it. So there there are two kinds of guidance that we can always rely on and always ask for without thinking twice about it. And one is for 
guidance for safety and guidance for protection. Always. And it works. And part of it working well for us involves us learning to trust our own inner guidance. And that is a matter of experience. So there, this has come up in class several times and one of the ways that people learn about inner guidance is they will say, well, this morning I woke up and I had a feeling that I should do something or I should call somebody or, and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And the rest of my day didn't turn out very well. And then in some cases, someone in class will say, well, I woke up this morning and I had this feeling that I should take the day off. I should just take the day off and go to the park. And so I did. And you know what? There was a friend there that I hadn't seen in a long time, but they'd been on my mind. And we had the most wonderful time. And we put our masks on and went and had coffee together and caught up with each other and just had a wonderful visit. And I'm so glad that I I listened to that tiny little inner feeling and took the day off. So this is another aspect of intuition or inner guidance is sometimes it's that very, very quiet, very quiet little voice or feeling or inner nudge, but it's so quiet that if we're not paying attention, we'll miss it. And this is one of the great, great benefits of spiritual practice, of doing our meditations, because we get used to listening, to listening within ourselves. And obviously it's listening below all the mental chatter. It's when we're when we're waiting or looking for or we've asked for guidance or ask for our in, intuition to function then it does mean that we need to listen. And the better we get with our meditation, with that deep inner listening, listening below the mental chatter, then that's when we'll catch those moments or split seconds of guidance that are so helpful and so useful. There are and just tremendous number of benefits to to a spiritual practice or a 
meditation practice. And one of the, the very best ones, one of the most useful ones, is being able to listen deeply. Listen to the very quietest part of us. And whether it's our kind of gut intelligence or the amazing intelligence of our heart or just the feelings. Sometimes we get a feeling in our entire system about something. But it, it means that we, as human beings need to have the ability to listen and to hear on those levels. And it can make a world of difference in our lives and in the lives of other people. There's one person um, in my Wednesday meditation class, and she's very intuitive. And she was uh, also worked as a therapist with children for many years. So she's intuitive on the level of uh, children, which is is kind of a nonverbal capacity or ability. Um, and she said that in her family, if she says, like if they are going to go somewhere or do something and she says, it just doesn't feel right. Let's not do that today. Let's do something else. She said, now everybody listens to me. Nobody argues with me. She said, because I'm usually right. So what that says is that over time she has not only refined her listening ability her intuitive ability but she's learned to trust it and the people in her family have learned that they also can trust her intuition her intuitive sense So when we're in these times of upheaval, uncertainty, sometimes we want want answers before there are any. And we can kind of drive ourselves a little crazy with our mind going round and round wanting answers. And we don't, we don't always get them in the time frame that we want them. So we just hmm we just get better and better and better at listening. And the better we get and the more patient we are, then it's easier to hear if that makes sense. So the calmer we are, the more patient we are, the easier it is to hear. And sometimes if we've asked for guidance about something, 
then we just have to leave it alone. It's like putting it, putting it in a safe place, like putting it on a personal altar or putting it in our favorite book or tucking, tucking our request for guidance under our pillow during the day, right? Just let it be and give the universe time to work on it. And then it'll, you know, that answer will come. It doesn't always come in a way that we want. But one of the things that I have said numerous times in class is when you ask for guidance, just ask that you get the answer in a form or in a manner that you can understand. And I, I never think that, um, that the universe is tricky or that it's trying to trick us. But human beings have expectations about how we would like things to be or how we would like to get answers or how things, how we've gotten answers in the past, even. And every, every day, every situation may be similar to something in the past, but it's also part of a new configuration. So here we are in spring now. And this is, this is a new configuration for the Northern Hemisphere. It's now fall in the Southern Hemisphere. And it's spring here in the Northern Hemisphere. And there are dragonflies flying around in front of me, several of them. And in terms of engineering, you know, Dragonflies aren't supposed to be able to fly, but obviously they do. One just flew right overhead. Amazing. Amazing. So one of the most wonderful things to do in the spring, if you have the time and the place, is to get outside where you're safe and sit long enough that the the quote, wildlife gets used to you being there. And then just watch to see who shows up. You never know. Might be a beautiful yellow swallowtail or a little small dragonfly sipping around. Just never know who's going to show up. It's amazing. So the sun is now in Aries. There's, we've got all the spring energy and vitality and things growing. And I've got both my birdhouses up. I've got to order um, my hummingbird houses because with these blossoms out, and as warm as it is, we may have some hummingbirds show up early. And the reason that I'm putting out, I think I've mentioned this, the reason I'm putting out more 
birdhouses is because of the loss of habitat everywhere. They have fewer, birds in general, have fewer and fewer places to build a nest or even less material to build a nest. So that's why I'm putting out extra birdhouses this year. And I'm trying to have them hang or be in the safest place possible where, you know, four-legged predators can't get to them. So I'm looking forward to this week. First week of spring. Be lovely. Be lovely. And today is my granddaughter's birthday. So I'm very proud of myself. I got a card off in plenty of time. She got it before her birthday. So I'm very proud of myself. Because sometimes I get cards off, but they get there after the fact. So, pleased with myself about that. And I was thinking that today for our meditation, we could do that sunshine meditation. Everyone in class seems to love it. And I don't know if it's because it's been so uh, gloomy and cloudy and it's been a difficult winter Um, or because everybody just loves sunshine. But either way, that's what, what we've been doing in class. And everyone really likes it. So let's do that today. And we'll start by stretching a little bit, get the kinks out, right? Take some deep breaths. If you're outside, ah, nice fresh air. If you're inside, you can imagine that you're outside. And stretch a little bit, then find a chair or a way to be comfortable so your back is supported. You can... Hold your posture without too much effort. And the way we do this is I will talk us into the meditation using our breath. And we'll have about five minutes of quiet. And then I will talk us out of the meditation. If you can stay where you are and keep your meditation going a little bit longer, that's fine. Just stay put. Just stay with it. As long as you're comfortable and you're in a safe place, just do that. Let yourself rest. So, As you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus, allow your tummy to expand. 
drops your diaphragm. Allows more air into your lungs. Now as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, allow yourself to relax. Now as you breathe in, following your breath in through your nose, down your throat, down to the very bottom of your lungs, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath out from your lungs, your throat, out of your nose, allow yourself to relax a little bit more. When you're feeling centered and relaxed and you're comfortable with your breath, then let yourself Just sit or be there quietly. And with each breath, breathe in sunshine, golden light, all the way down into your lungs. And remember that from your lungs, the light goes to your heart. And from your heart, goes to every cell of your being. And as you breathe out, just let go of anything that you don't need. As you breathe out, just let it go. So now as you breathe, just sit quietly for about five minutes.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to your solar plexus, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, be aware of how centered, how relaxed you are. And when you're feeling centered and you're aware of how relaxed you are, as you breathe out, gently open your eyes. Oh, lovely. What a lovely little break. Very restful. Our, even our short meditations can be very restful. Have a wonderful week. Take good care of yourself. I hope that you and all your family and friends are doing well. that wherever you are, you're going to be able to get a vaccine shot and that you're taking really good care of yourselves. So till next week, have a lovely week. Remember to breathe and remember to smile. It generates endorphins. All the best.